I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. For all of us, it's about predicting where the consumer is going and getting half of it right. One of the things we want to do is create ads that don't suck. Embracing change creates great possibility. I'm Alan Hart, and this is Marketing Today. Today on the show, I've got Nancy Richardson. She's the Chief Marketing Officer at Goodman Brand. She's held marketing leadership positions at brands like Starbucks and Lululemon, served as a CMO of health tech startups such as Clearly, Qantas, and Bright Labs. She also serves as an advisor to a number of purpose-led brands and is, is the author of Work Freely and the CEO and co-founder of Mom and Pop Shop Marketing. On the show today, Nancy and I talk quite a bit about Goodman Brand, the purpose behind it, how Russell Wilson, the NFL quarterback for the Seattle Seahawks, is involved and helped co-found the company, as well as many projects that they have underway, like the Everyday Hero Project. I hope you enjoy this conversation with Nancy Richardson. Well, Nancy, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited that we're in two different rooms because I hear you're into kickboxing and jujitsu and I don't want to get beat up today. <laughs> yes, yes. I, I love those two things. And, um, you know, I'm an athlete at heart. So physical strength is one of my core values and I, I just love doing it. So I'm just curious, like, when did you pick up those two things? Because there's physical activity like running and cycling and then there's jujitsu and kickboxing. Like, how, how did that happen? I think it's the dynamic between two parts of my personality. One is I used to be a competitive soccer player. So for that, naturally, I gravitated to kickboxing. I really love jujitsu, though, for the strategy. So it's a little bit of getting that physical exercise and then also working on something that's very strategic. I like it. I like it. Well, um, you've had some very interesting stops along your career journey from Starbucks to Lululemon as just two examples. I would love for you to tell listeners and myself a little bit more about your journey from those places to this being the chief marketing officer at Goodman Brand. Sure. Well, it's definitely been an interesting journey with lots of twists and turns. I was born and raised in Hawaii and graduated from the University of Washington with a finance degree. And I spent six years in banking until I realized this was not what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. At that time, I was married with a three-month-old baby. And I thought, if I'm going to go to graduate school, now was the time. So I focused on brand strategy and marketing. 
and landed my first marketing role at Starbucks with the help of my mentor, Christine Day. And Christine went on to be the CEO of Lululemon. So after several years at Starbucks, I left to lead the brand and digital team as the vice president at Lululemon during their major growth period between 2010 and 2015. And then from there, I wanted to dive into the excitement of all the purpose-led startups that were happening in the world. So it was here that I started to really take on various CMO roles over the course of five or six years, just really learning the value of a dollar and what it takes to build a company from the ground up. And so all of these experiences and relationships along the way developed my opportunity to, that ultimately led me to Good Man Brand. Okay, gotcha. And you have worked in like the startup world to the mega brands, if you will, like Starbucks, and you just talked about the value of a dollar. Was there any key nugget of insight or, or um, like slap in the face, maybe going from like big budgets to little budgets or back and forth? I'm just curious. Well, having gone from a $13 billion company at Starbucks and $1 billion company at Lululemon, my first opportunity was to be CMO of a health tech startup out in Boston. And I did all my research before I moved my family across country. And within six months, they ran out of money. That was a lesson learned that it's so important when you have a company that has $400 million in the bank, it's really easy to be successful. And when you have a company that has a finite amount of money in the bank, you have to be so strategic and work with your partners to keep it alive until it, it starts to thrive. And that can that can take a while and it, it it takes a lot of partnership and a lot of a lot of strategy to to make that happen. Got it. Well I want to talk before we switch gears to Goodman brand, I definitely want to spend a, quite a bit of time there. You've had another company on your on your resume, mom and pop shop that you founded and a book that you've co-authored called Work Freely. And they they seem to be interrelated and just wanted to wanted to ask like what what's that aspect of your professional life yeah well one was built out of necessity and one was built out of legacy that i wanted to create as a leader so mom and pop shop was the necessity it's a company i started about 5 years ago when i was the cmo of several different startups where I needed a nimble team of freelancers that I could draw upon whenever I needed them, you know, in order to stay agile while keeping my fixed costs down. And agencies are expensive and lock you into contracts that aren't optimal for growing businesses. So Mom and Pop Shop is a curated full spectrum network of marketing talent built to kind of quickly and efficiently get the work done without the overhead of an agency. So we actually use mom and pop shop for this purpose, serving as an extension of our team at Good Man Brand. And then Work Freely is my book. And it's about, it's really about legacy. And the book is a series of short stories about my life and career. It provides coaching on what it takes to create a life you love by living and working in ultimate freedom. So it's about loving your job and loving your life at the same time. And at this point in my career, that's what it's all about. And success for me is helping others achieve this sooner than I did. The book sounds fantastic. I haven't read it yet, but it's quickly making it on my list. Like that seems like a lot of transparency, <laughs> like a lot, a, potentially a lot of vulnerability that you're displaying in a book that's about you and, and life, life stories that you, uh, surround you. Like, it, was it hard to, to want to do that? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm I think so about that. It's a little it scary. It's a little scary for me to think about. 
I'm so glad you brought this up because when I first started writing it, I thought, oh, this will just take me three months to complete. At the end of the day, it took me three years. And during that three years, it wasn't just the matter of the amount of work, but there was a lot of talking myself out of it and talking myself into it. And why would anyone ever read it? And what does my story really matter? And so at the end of the day, I just decided to go for it. And the whole idea is to to create something that potentially could could help other people. Okay. No, that sounds fantastic. Well, um, let's talk about the day job today of CMO at Goodman Brand. First, before we get into it, I, I think listeners probably need a little bit of background on what is Goodman Brand as a brand and a business. I know Russell Wilson, the NFL quarterback for the Seattle Seahawks, is founder of the company. Can you tell us a little bit about the, you know, the founding story, if you will? Sure. So about five years ago, Russell and his co-founders started Goodman Brand under the premise that the world does not need another fashion brand and that men want it all and they want a trusted source and solution. They want a brand that cares about doing the right thing. And they want comfortable products that help them kind of flex throughout their day between home and work, sports and entertainment. So without having to change outfits every time. So this is a brand that was built to create large scale positive impact from the very beginning. And Goodman Brand partnered with Russell's nonprofit organization called the Why Not You Foundation to invest 3% from every sale into the foundation. And the foundation supports children's health, fighting poverty, and also educating our youth to be our future leaders in the world. I mean, that's a fantastic purpose. Tell me a little bit more about the, um, the foundation work that is benefiting from this. And, and where did that begin for Russell, I guess? So the foundation started a couple years before Goodman Brand. And like I said, the foundation was really built to um, enable and empower our youth. 3% from every sale goes to the Why Not You Foundation. And then that investment also flows through to an organization called Friends of the Children. And for every $100 we invest in Friends of the Children, it provides a mentor, it provides goal setting for the children, it provides meals and transportation and activities. And these mentors, which they call friends, stay with their youth for 12 years, no matter what. So it's a long-term positive impact that we we really directly create for each child through that program. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like it, it's almost an extension of their family. 12 years is a, a long time to spend with. It uh, is. It's an extremely moving and meaningful program. Yeah. Well, I know that has some uh, direct relationship to your Everyday Hero Project. So tell me more about the Everyday Hero Project and the impact that, that you guys have seen related to that? Well, I love talking about this project because it speaks to our mission, which is to lead, inspire, and live. And how it works is anyone can nominate their hero by posting their hero, any gender, and tagging at Goodman Brand with the hashtag MyEverydayHero. And we'll choose a hero each week. And what we do is we send them a really cool Goodman Brand outfit and tell their story in our channels. And by highlighting these everyday heroes, our hope is to inspire others to do the same and live their life with a higher purpose to do good. Whether it's a celebrity or your neighbor down the block, everyday heroes share the same qualities in our mind. There are people who always put others first, who lead by example, and consistently show up even when it's it's not easy or convenient. And they're not 
people who do what they do for recognition, they're doing it to make an impact on someone's life. So this project is not about marketing. It's about doing the right thing and really what we believe the world needs more of right now. And I know recently there were, I guess, a culmination of, I don't know if it's a culmination of this project, sounds like it's ongoing, but there were three individuals in particular that you guys highlighted in some marketing video and, and I guess codifying the Everyday Hero project itself. Can you tell me about those individuals at all and kind of a little, just a little bit more like background on on them? Sure. Yeah. I mean, one one is a brother, one is a baseball coach, one is a father. They're not celebrities per se, although we have highlighted some celebrities in our communications around this project, really to help others kind of amplify the awareness so that we can get the message out. But the stories we've told so far are really about your everyday heroes and husbands and wives. And these are the people that we want to highlight. And the goal is to highlight one every week and ultimately tell a bigger story around this as we get to the end of the year and then even take it bigger next year. Gotcha. Well, there's a, you're definitely intertwining, if you will, business and purpose. And there's so much talk about this in the marketing sphere in particular, but I think it, I mean, it's much bigger than that as well. Um, CEOs and such that are also trying to do the same thing. When you think about purpose focused brands or purpose led brands, like how do you see the purpose and the business side colliding? Like, how does that come together for you? Well, I would say, first and foremost, this has been an incredibly challenging year for our country, our communities, and for businesses in general. At Goodman Brand, because we set out to be more than a fashion brand, and because our vision is to create large-scale positive impact, we have a unique approach. And that approach is impact is the strategy, revenue is the result. So when the pandemic pandemic took hold in March, we maintained this approach and we went back to the basics. So ever since then, um, over the last six months, we've done several things. So we modernized the brand. We relaunched our website, launched our Everyday Hero project. We leaned really heavy into our direct-to-consumer approach to really you know, control our brand story and message. We moved a large percentage of our wholesale inventory over to our .com. And then leveled up our. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment. You can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Giving program to give customers the choice to donate more at checkout. We also gave $5,000 directly to the NAACP. And we did something really important. We had a, a pause moment internally where we put 
in place 13 new commitments to strengthen how we operate and how we further support our Black community in everything we do. And doing this all without a corporate office, working remotely from home, with impact as our strategy and revenue is the result as our approach. And by staying focused on this approach, really despite this being an incredibly difficult time in retail, we've continued to grow month over month and reach our targets of over 300% growth year over year. And I think this is a result of people are smart. They're intentional about how they spend their money and they wanna invest in good purpose-led brands that they take pride in being associated with. I'm so happy to hear that it's led to good business results as well as just doing good in the world. And we didn't talk about this before, but I hope it's okay if I ask you the question, it is the good man brand. And you, you know, you talked about not wanting, you know, Russell and his co-founder not wanting it to be just another fashion brand because that wasn't needed. And I just want to draw out the distinguish, I guess the, the distinction that it's not the Russell Wilson brand that might be get caught up in trademark anyway with Russell and Wilson. But <laughs> but I, it seems like there's just been this overtly conscious decision that business, doing good and doing good business are the same thing. And is it really that intertwined, I guess, within the company? It seems like it is. It definitely is. It's how we do business. And we start with impact at the beginning of every month of every forecast of every planning period. To date, we've raised over a million dollars for the Why Not You Foundation. And at the beginning of every monthly report is a report on how much we've invested in the organization. And then of course we have a business to run. So we've got detailed KPIs on every single marketing channel and business channel to make sure that we're, we're developing a, a thriving company. But yes, Everything starts with impact, and that's how we do it. Uh, I love it. I love it. Well, one thing before we switch gears, and we like to get to know the person behind the microphone, this is a little bit of that as a teaser, is that it seems that you've always surrounded yourself with good people, You know, whether it's <laughs> creating your own shell for them in the mom and pop shop, <laughs> or working with someone like Christine at multiple places. How do you think about that element, you know, of having the right team or the right people around you as you've gone through your career? How does that play a factor for you? Yeah. Well, I appreciate the compliment, but I wasn't always like that. Early on in my career, I used to try to be the smartest person in the room. I constantly compared myself to others. I was always trying to prove that I was worthy of the roles I had. And I'm sure you can can imagine the types of performance reviews I got with that approach. <laughs> so it wasn't until my time at Lululemon where I really started to learn that relationships are everything and trying to be the smartest person in the room will only get you so far. So I actually wrote a chapter in my book, which speaks to the importance of making your role obsolete. And this doesn't mean leave your job tomorrow. What it means is that in order to achieve that next level of success, it requires letting go, holding space for others to thrive, and being a good partner and asking for help when you need it. And at the end of the day, my goal is to be someone that people work with because they want to, not because they have to, or not because a reporting structure mandates that. And at Goodman Brand, we have a phenomenal team that's both talented and shares our values of treating each other with love, respect, and care. And I think when you have that, really anything is possible. 
one more marketing question before I switch gears. For those, I just realized as we were talking about the Goodman brand and the purpose and all the great work that you're doing, we didn't talk about the clothes or the shoes. And I have experienced them now uh, in a light way through Nordstrom and your you know, retail partnership, I guess, there, you know, checking them out, trying to understand, you know, what makes them different. The website, I'm lusting after some of the shoes that I see on the website. So for those that are listening and they're men out there, they really are. They look like, to your point, about clothes that kind of go with you throughout the day from like work to play to whatever's next. They definitely, that's a good way to describe them. They're relaxed, but sophisticated, if that makes any sense. Well, we'll definitely have to get you some Legend London sneakers after this. So we'll make sure to do that. But now is when I'm going to go into my marketing speak because the product is made to move. It's that simple. It's made to move and it's made to flex with your life. And we say it's product that's made to flex between home, work, and play. And in this day and age, we just believe that, that that's what, it, what the world needs. We need elevated, casual we need outfits that can move with you throughout your daily life because we're doing not just one thing at a time. We're moving from one thing to the next or sometimes doing multiple things at one time and your clothing needs to support that. So we have a value proposition that's look good, feel good, do good. And it's actually an equation because when you look good, you actually feel good. And when you feel good, you have the capacity to do more for people and do good in the world. And that's that's our value proposition at Goodman Brand. I love that. I love that. Well, I wanted to make sure we highlighted what the clothes were about, <laughs> what they look like before <laughs> we moved on. Yes, yes. Well, so um, let's do switch gears and talk about a little bit more about you. And my favorite question, frankly, to ask is, has there been an experience of your past that makes who you are today? I think this is a, a deep question. I mean, it, I could probably answer it in so many different ways, but one thing that that really is comes to mind for me is I grew up in a Chinese family and as one of two kids where boys were put on a pedestal and held to a higher standard naturally my brother was the golden child and I was the girl who was never really expected to achieve much in life my parents wanted me to be happy but they didn't have a high expectation and I knew I needed to work hard in order to show that I was worthy and capable and yet in doing that, I, I realized that working hard was not enough. So in addition to my schooling and business career, I was a competitive soccer player in high school and college and went on to be a professional coach after graduating. And this sense of competition coupled with hard work is what I realized it takes not just to be good, but to rise above. And hard work can be learned, but that competitive nature is is very hard to teach. I can say that as an athlete and also as a coach. And I'll always be someone who works hard. And I'll always have this competitive nature about myself because of the way I grew up and where I came from. And I, I think much of this comes from the work that I do. It comes through in the work that I do with Goodman Brand and, and other successful brands that I've worked with along the way. Well, what advice would you give yourself if you're starting all over again? <laughs> well, I give myself a lot of advice, but maybe one of the most powerful things I would say is find the gifts in everyone that you work with. And it's oftentimes those that you clash with that are your most powerful teachers. That's making me think, uh, <laughs> not wanting to ask the next question. That's really good advice. I'm thinking about those people that I might clash with on a 
daily basis now and thinking, I do need to find the gifts because you're right. Those people can make you better. They can make you smarter. They can help you make better decisions. Yeah. Well, um, it's a hard pivot to go from that to my silly question, but I'll just do it. The silly question is, and I've started to get a lot of tips of things I need to go buy for myself. Has there been an impactful purchase of $100 or less, say in the last six to 12 months? You know, I honestly haven't bought much over the last six to 12 months. But one thing that I did do that probably cost about $100, maybe a little less, was building a fire pit in our backyard to get off screens and spend quality time outside in the fresh air with my family during quarantine. And I call it a biggie small. It's a small investment with a big impact. And we just really enjoyed, you know, that investment in our family this summer. Yeah, that sounds like a great idea. I'll give you I'll give you one more just because uh, this one still stands out. And I haven't purchased it yet, but I need to. I need to get the machine first. But uh, I was talking to another CMO, and it was similar in, in many respects. Uh, she said these storage containers for ice cream, because they all now make ice cream together. Oh, that's a good <laughs> uh, one. And it was a good storage. They didn't have a great storage solution to put these flavors in the, because you can't eat all the ice cream you want to make. So it was a great way to store the ice cream but yeah i love i need a fire pit now that you say it well two two last marketing questions as we wrap up one is marketers i feel like tend to be students of what's going on around them you know like just we're like super consumers of things that are going on around us and i'm curious if there's any brands or companies or causes that you follow or you think other people should be taking notice of I mean, I'm following brands and companies and nonprofit organizations and causes all the time. It's just part of what I do and what I'm passionate about. But honestly, right now, I would say for me, it's less about one particular brand or company or cause. And it's about a movement, specifically in fashion and retail, that I think is about to change the game forever. And it's good brands. It's those brands that empower people, brands that do good for the planet and brands that are solving a problem. And I think these good brands will start to emerge and set a new standard moving forward. Goodman brand is one of those brands, obviously. We've been around for five years, but I think we have an opportunity to go even bigger starting now, given the current landscape. Yeah, no, we've had a, a number of folks on the show talking about that, talking around that. I don't think they've articulated exactly how you, how you just did, but from purpose-led and moving organizations into tracking more than just shareholder return to some venture capital folks that are investing in brands like a good man brand, trying to do good in the world as well as do it with business minds at the helm. So I, I agree with you. I think I think there's something interesting to look there. And I think it's only going to accelerate as the world gets more and more complex and we have so much more, frankly, swirling around this. I mean, who would have thought I wouldn't have that like smoke from fires on the western part of our country would make it all the way to Europe. It's kind of amazing that we get how connected we all are. It's a good reminder and I hope we can figure it out. So but um the last question for you is what do you feel like is either the largest opportunity or largest threat that marketers are facing today? Well, I actually have I can probably speak to both. The largest, I'll start with the largest threat. The largest threat in my mind is spending too much time predicting and analyzing the past versus focusing on provoking the future. And using data to make smart decisions is important as marketers, but 
the confidence to challenge the status quo and create something new is what makes winning strategies. So predicting the past and spending too much time there, I think, is the largest threat. The largest opportunity is that this is a unique time where we get to question everything. And we also get to speak to a new generation, Gen Z. And this is the generation that won't just buy our products. They're going to change the world. And I think we have the opportunity to do this with them. I love that. Well, Nancy, I've really enjoyed having you on the program and you've made me stop and think a number of times. So thank you for coming on the show. Oh, thanks for having me. Hi, it's Alan again. Marketing Today was created and produced by me. If you're new to Marketing Today, please feel free to write us a review on iTunes or your favorite listening platform. Don't forget to subscribe and tell your friends and colleagues about the show. I love to hear from listeners and you can contact me at marketingtodaypodcast.com. There you'll also find complete show notes with links to anything we talk about on any episode. You can also search our archives. I'm Alan Hart, and this is Marketing Today. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.